podcast where two librarians look at pop culture cornerstones from their childhood and decide if they're good enough to be shared with the next generation of nerds. Anywho, hi, what are we talking about? Do you have a bad synopsis for us? I do. Ready? I'm so ready. Powerful lawyer turns his back on a group of abandoned children after his actions lead to the death of the oldest child. (laughs) Oh, shit. I fucking forgot about that, yo. Uh, Guys, we're talking about Hook. Hook was released on December 11, 1991, directed by Steven Spielberg, written by Jim Hart and Malia Scotch Marmo. Uh, This is a John Williams jam, which I've started to note. I put that in my notes, too. I bet you did. Because mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> you're a John Williams fanboy. Uh, stars Robin Williams, Dustin Hoffman, Bob Hoskins, and Maggie Smith. The Rotten Tomatoes score is 29%. I guess yeah. unfresh. <laughs> and then, <laughs> I guess. That's the, uh, that's the expert meter, right? That's the, yeah. And then the yeah. audience score is 76%. That's a bunch of people who just don't actually remember this movie. Yes, which was you like a week ago. I got to say. Oh man. Okay, so so uh, let's crack into it. What was your experience as a kid? So okay, I think my experience of this movie. I am pretty sure I saw this movie at my first ever sleepover. Like I think that this was the movie. Maybe it wouldn't have been my first ever, but like uh, if this movie was out on video, like six months. How long does it take movies to come out on video? Well, it used to take longer, I feel like a year-ish, maybe, nine months Maybe this one of my – it definitely – I was at a sleepover and I saw this movie. I think it should tell us something that Paul's first movie sleepover movie was Hook and mine was like Friday the 13th and also porn. <laughs> I just, I'm just throwing it out there. Allegedly. Yep. Allegedly. Okay. Uh, so so I, that was my and, – and I had really favorable memories of this movie. Sure. Everyone I mention it to does. Yeah. And um, I don't know that there was I'll I'll talk. There was another part of this movie that gave me a flashback, but sort of in an unrelated way. So I'll talk about that when we go through our notes. But that was my big memory was I remember liking this movie a lot. And I am pretty sure I saw it for the first time, like at a sleepover. And it was the thing, you know, you went to have a sleepover party and we watched the movie. Do you feel like you saw it a lot? Like, do you feel like you saw it a couple times? Me neither. I think I saw it one time. Yeah, so that's what I was going to say, too. Similarly, I mean, I watched it, I think, either shortly, probably shortly after it was released on video or, like, you know, on HBO because I was a privileged kid or whatever the hell. But, yeah, I do. I remember liking it just fine. I remember certain parts of it. I remember yelling, Rupi, oh! Yeah, yes, yes. I don't remember, bang like... Bang ring. <laughs> I don't remember watching it, like, multiple times, though, and really remembering no. it. no. I think I remembered just the key, just the key things from like that you would mm-hmm. remember, like from looking at the poster. Like, <laughs> well, my first note, literally, like we, we uh, but my first note is I have absolutely no recollection of the entire opening part of this movie at all. Like, oh, not at all, not really, not at all. No. I mean, it's funny though because it, it's, I guess, I well, we can get to it when we get to it. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about. Um, Let's do that other thing we do. I have two trivias and a lie. <laughs> Great. I'm not prepared for this, but sure. Uh, that's okay. I had to like sift out because there were so many like potential uh, cast. You know how I like to include a lot of different cast, alternate casting. So I had oh, to really, yeah. I had to really sift through. This was like because it was Uh-oh. in production for a super long time. It's not. That's not an exciting. I have a preferred teaser, alternate but... casting. 
Oh, I would love to hear it. So here's my two trivia and lies. So Hook was almost played by Donald Sutherland, who backed out um, at the last minute. And it's they never. I know said who official- that is. Holy shit! I know who that is. <laughs> Donald Sutherland is good for you. <laughs> it was rumored that it was because Julia Roberts and Kiefer Sutherland very publicly broke off their engagement, like just before this. So that's fact uh-huh. first. Fact the second. The kissing couple who begin to float when some fairy dust lands on them is George Lucas and Carrie Fisher in a cameo. Um, and because Tinkerbell is in the air so often, Julia Roberts had an assistant whose sole responsibility was cleaning her feet. Those are my three facts. That first thing about Kiefer Sutherland or well, Donald Sutherland, that was a fact. That's a fact. That's a that's know. a trivia. Shit. I mean, or you're George not George Lucas. George Lucas that's, and Carrie I, Fisher. I think I'm remembering that that's on the bridge that he flies not, up. Yeah. A, a, Tinkerbell is dragging him away. And, Correct. And there's a smooching couple, and they and float. There's a smooching couple, and it's George Lucas and Carrie Fisher. Mm-hmm. What? If you, if you look close, you can see the buns. I'm fucking around about <laughs> the. I do think I could see Donald Sutherland as Hook. I, I keep thinking pirate. of him as Snow, and I feel like I, he could be anything. <laughs> he could be anything. Like yeah. I kind of buy the thing about her feet. That sounds like it was, it's consistent with other things I've heard about, like not specifically this. What you, but What you imagine movie jobs are. Exactly. Like. Yes, that is exactly what <laughs> I'm imagining a movie whole job. job was a foot You're cleaner. You're just foot cleaner. Um, <laughs> I can worst. imagine that. I think that I mean, I mean, I could, I could do that job. Oh, oh, are we learning something about? You? <laughs> no, we're not right learning now. anything about me. <laughs> you should see his face. <laughs> ah, sigh, yeah. I could do that oh, job. I could do that job. <laughs> I think it's some. It's gotta be. Oh, geez, but George Lucas and Spielberg. I could. Would Carrie Fisher have even shown up? I think it's. I think that one's the fiction because I don't think. I don't think it's. It's anybody. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think it's anybody. <laughs> Well, is it your final That's answer? my final answer. You're right. They're super oh, far away. Yeah. Uh, no, you're right that they're super far away and you don't think they're anybody, but it's actually them. Oh, damn. I fucking looked it up about seven times because the idea that Carrie Fisher and George Lucas were smooching. Right? No, that doesn't. I can see George Lucas me. there. But... <laughs> Um, mm. so here's the background on that fact. Not that. So wait, which one's the fiction? Oh, is it the, the feet fiction, thing? No, the fiction is Donald Sutherland. Uh, okay. So You he, really sold that with the Kiefer Sutherland I thing. mean, well, so that's, those are parts of that as fact. Kiefer, Kiefer Sutherland and Julia Roberts did publicly break up right around this time. And Julia Roberts fucking ran away in the middle of it like a child. I don't know if it was like a child. That's not fair. That was a movie. That was a runaway bride. Yes, and then later she was in Runaway Bride. <laughs> um, but like Spielberg almost fired her because she like hid, was hiding from the paparazzi. Oh, wow. And one of the suggested, like, and the many, many names that I saw, like Donald Sutherland was one listed, but that's like, oh. I made I made that whole like nonsense up that yeah. that was why, because I don't think he gives a shit. But anyway. <laughs> So, but yeah, so, so Carrie Fisher was, why would um, she do that? I'll tell you why, because she did punch-ups on this script. So this sent me down a whole rabbit hole. So maybe a thing that we don't know about Carrie Fisher is in addition to being awesome and everybody's space mom and being an actress, she was like a pretty successful, I forget the real word, but she did like punch-ups on scripts. She did like polishing work on scripts, like at the end. Like an editor? No, like at the end, they like bring in people to do like tweak certain jokes or do. So she like went through 
and like polished specifically the lines for Tink. Like, so that was what she like sort of like really worked on. And her, like Steven Spielberg said that she is the prototype for Tinkerbell. So she was like involved because she was working on the script. She actually writes that line at the end, like Tinkerbell's really like notable line at the end. Like that was Carrie Fisher wrote that. Space between waking and dreaming. Yeah, like that's a Carrie Fisher line. Anyway, so I thought that was really interesting. Um, the Julia Roberts thing is true. So here's yeah. so we'll See, seg- that's yeah. my imagine. That's yeah. like imagination of movie land. Time right. So we'll segue into the rest of the fun facts. So okay. this is um, Axe is a sequel to Jam Berry's 1911 novel Peter and Wendy. I love this very much. Bob Hoskins would alleviate stress on set <laughs> by singing various versions of Lionel Richie. Hello. <laughs> Is it me you're uh, looking for? Nice. That's nice. Oh, that's perfect. You should uh, have that as a fact. I know, but like, I, like, but the problem I just is. just wanted that to be true. No, right. So the problem <laughs> when I make the fun facts is that there are generally so many I find that are ridiculous that I have to pick two that right. could be the true ones and that I have to make one up. Like, there's plenty I find that could all sound fake. <laughs> I don't know. Are you going to know this? I don't know if I should save this for the part where it happens. Did you recognize Glenn Close anywhere? Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> I fucking was watching it, and I was I like, why does I didn't recognize her. I'm like, why I, I was like, pirate? that doesn't seem like a regular pirate. And then I'm I, like, I went, this yeah. pirate is Glenn Close and drag, like, without question. And I had no basis for that. And then <laughs> when I was doing my facts, I no, saw I it. No, didn't, I didn't recognize And that, I was like, like, holy balls. I cannot believe I was correct. Like, I'm looking at this person, and I'm like, is this, like... It, it just why that would be the thing like it's so implausible but anyway that's a real thing there's tons of one of my other almost fun facts was that fucking uh margaritaville fucking jimmy buffett's in there what <laughs> Two, yes i jimmy, never would have gotten jimmy that Buffett is one of the fucking pirates that tries to steal his shoes i mean i would literally not know jimmy buffett if he walked in my living room so <laughs> in my head he's like fucking whatever Copacabana Steve from that fucking yeah, yeah. that fucking broken lizard movie. So what, they were like, Jackson. we're making a pirate movie coming like the inner pirate movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm like so. sure. <laughs> well, because if you think about like the fucking friends that Spielberg has, yeah. So then I have a whole bunch of shit to say about Julie Roberts, which I sort of already said some of it. So she was nicknamed. This is not nice. Tinker Hell, <laughs> because apparently she was difficult to deal with, which. You know, in her defense was probably a reaction to working conditions of being alone and trying to act on green screen and being mm-hmm. tiny. Um, but yeah, so she definitely like put the production into jeopardy because she fled to California after she like didn't marry Kiefer Sutherland and she was hiding out in Ireland and Spielberg was like, yo, you're going to get fired if you don't come back. <laughs> and then later in 99, she made a movie called Runaway Bride. But mm-hmm. then also, this was the first Spielberg-directed film to receive a Razzie Award, and it was for Worst Supporting Actress for Julia Roberts. Oh. Not nice. I mean, it's not her fault. Right. Um. So then one of my facts is Robin Williams' upper body and arms were shaved for this role, which, like, he's a hairy motherfucker, but I don't feel like you see him shirtless. Now, I was going to ask, did we ever actually see that? So why? Can I ask what's up with Toodles' upper uh, upper body? Why does Toodles look like he's got shoulder like massive shoulder pads on the whole movie? He's definitely shapes. It's a it's an odd silhouette. I don't know the answer to that. Okay. <laughs> 
In an interview with Playboy in 2004, Justin Hoffman recalled his aha moment with, again, Bob Hoskins. Um, <laughs> but they decided that their characters were gay. Okay. Um, oh, wait, this yeah. is, yeah. So they decided okay. <laughs> they decided to play them as quote a couple of old queens end quote because yeah. they felt like that was how they were created like they were rehearsing and they, they were absolutely like, did yeah they're like wait we're like in love like we are always together like uh-huh. come over here and give me a foot massage like yeah Smee's taking so, care of her Smee's taking like... care of them yeah they were devoted to each other so anyway uh-huh. that was that um oh this was almost one of my other fake ones. Uh, not my two truths and a lie. Uh, Steven Spielberg originally slated this movie to be a musical as a vehicle for, would you like to guess, what pop star? Uh, Michael what? Jackson. Yes! Because <laughs> they're friends, right? <laughs> well, I guess. Um, so, yeah, it was originally talked about, like, in 83. But, you know, and Michael Jackson was, like, low-key down and down to, like, make music for it. But he didn't like that pan like forgets his power like forgets his history or whatever and then spielberg I mean, he, his house is named neverland ranch correct so, yeah, yeah um and then spielberg ended up doing indiana jones um in between that and like moved this project off and so then it just didn't happen that way um mm-hmm. kevin klein was originally set to play peter pan but he had to drop out kevin because- klein. yeah oh god i love kevin klein so much yeah but and- he's not peter pan Oh, God, I disagree. I feel like he would have been great. He's very, like, goofy and youthful and handsome in the same way that – anyway. Um, He had to drop out because of Soap Dish, which was doing major reshoots, rewrites, and taking much longer. And Soap Dish, you might recall, is a movie I drunk text you about a super lot and also Carrie Fisher's (laughs) in Soap Dish. (laughs) I don't text you about a lot of movies, so maybe you don't entirely remember, but yeah, I, yeah, we're yeah. going to watch Soap Dish at some point. I fucking love that movie. Anyway. See, what I got from this conversation is that we need to watch Indiana Jones. but Oh, that too. But also Carrie Fisher looks hot in Soap Dish. Anyway, David <laughs> Bowie and Christopher Lloyd were also considered for Hook. Oh, see, that's wrong. Um, that's fine. They would have been fine. But the ideal Hook is definitely, do you want to know who I'm going to say? Tell you me. know who I'm going to say. Tim Curry? <laughs> yes, Tim Curry. Who else am I going to say? Tim Curry. Break up with me if I don't say the right thing. I'm like, is it Tim Curry? <laughs> it's absolutely Tim Curry. But it has to be. I mean, he would have been incredible. He I keep thinking of him as Cardinal Richelieu. Like, right, yeah. yeah. I mean, he, and he's he is a pirate. He's in um, Muppet mm. Treasure Island. But like, <laughs> he would have been totally. perfect. I don't think Dustin Hoffman is a good choice. Oh, I mean, I thought he was fine. Um yeah. Well, anyway. he suffer, maybe he suffers from the same problems that this entire movie suffered from. Let's get into <laughs> it. So, um, my first note is, who's his wife? Like, <laughs> right. I feel like there's such incredible casting, and I don't mean to like hate on her. She's fine as far as the acting goes. She had to be British. They're like, oh, there's, oh, right, like I know no one other, British person. There's no other British broads in, on earth. Same with Maggie Smith. Now, Maggie Smith is incredible, right. but Maggie also Smith she, is like great, yeah. she was like 50. They aged her to be like 90. Like, they well, I was going to say that Maggie Smith, they aged her pretty well, though. She looks oh, in this they, movie like she looks like now. Yes, like, they did great. but I was like, wow, Maggie Smith hasn't changed in 30 right. years. My second note is this kid's just carrying this ball around all the time. I have the same <laughs> note. Why does he have his glove? at the? It's, it's like they... It was so heavy fisted or heavy handed or whatever, maybe fisted. Heavy, heavy um, gloved. Heavy gloved. Thank you. <laughs> like the, the setup for how bad of a dad he is. It takes so long. I feel like the first hour of this movie, if this you movie don't came see out Hook now, until 45 minutes. Yeah. If they made this movie now, the first hour would be five minutes long. 
A hundred percent. The Neverland shit would have been happening within the hot 10. Yep. <laughs> like, and absolutely. He's After like, the credits. He says, oh, my son's big game. My word is my fucking bond. He says like, it twice. He, he never means it. it. And then it never comes back. No. You no. need it. You ne- If you're going to say it twice and be a liar about it in the beginning, you have to say it later and have it mean something. <laughs> it's Chekhov's platitude. Right. And okay. it doesn't happen. This is where I was going to tell you this movie made me head to flashback. Okay, okay. Which was at the... At the play, at the beginning yeah. of the movie, everybody drink. There's I'm so, a, uh, <laughs> so sorry. There's they're in the in the audience, and it's yep. showing them, and you're supposed to be paying attention to them. And of course, I'm not because I'm paying attention to other stuff. And there's yeah. the guy behind them. It shows him for a minute, and then it like pans off him. The guy behind him with the camcorder with the giant. Oh. Uh, he's videotaping, <laughs> and I was like, first of all, that guy's gonna have such a terrible. He, he's not getting a good he's shot. He's just getting people's heads. <laughs> he's getting people's heads. And the and person he has next no to tripod. him breathing. Yeah. Oh, he has yeah. No tripod. Yeah. And so it's going to be a horrible. Because, and you know why I know this is because when my sister would be in stuff and we would go and my dad would take the big case with our giant ass yep. VHS like tape recorder and tripod like to the auditorium studio yeah and and we would have to go set up like go early and find like an aisle seat in the one spot so he could yep. stake out his like on the aisle spot to set up his, his camcorder to record the whatever play yeah. or show or thing that he was recording band concert all that stuff and i just i had this flashback to like being there in the audience with my dad Trying to set up all this junk to record. Really funny. <laughs> like, oh my god! But yeah, um, uh, the cell phone quick draw is super gross. Oh my god! I wrote that down too. Like, are they just I, they want to just show us he's a real tool? Because we get it. I mean, I, I wrote down the flip phone with a holster was terrible, and then they fucking had a draw contest, and I was like, oh god! Can you? Can I ask? Speaking as someone, I know you have intimate knowledge of corporate life. Absolutely. What's what's the point of, do you think in real life ever there was this, like, I'm a big important CEO and I'm going to march through the hallway with my gaggle of people behind me and do business in the hallway it's because in, I'm so fucking important that I can't waste movie. any time. It's in so many movies. It's in uh, Christmas Vacation. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's walking through the hallway with this gaggle of Does that ever actually happen in so real like, life? I could imagine one assistant following you. Right. And But not... 20 why are you walking around what what just go sit down somewhere (laughs) in the west wing stop it (laughs) i don't get it i feel like you know maybe it happens now because ceos have seen movies and they're like oh i better go walk around (laughs) i think it's supposed to give you the illusion that they're so busy they can't sit in their office they're going from meeting to meeting right like i don't know it just seems really stupid um (sighs) then my next line is fucking baseball I, like you know he's gonna miss it he misses it i hate sports ball i like the um, fact that he's he thinks he's gonna get there and he's literally so late that there are zero people even not at the even field. like no one's even it's doing that like hanging weed. out afterward right. yeah <laughs> and he thinks he's there he's like no you're you're like hours late right. this kid this son is so familiar to me yes I was going to ask you, actually. I looked him up, and it was not satisfying. So, you know, like, no? normally, 
this is normally like a thing I'm good at is spotting someone and immediately knowing like what 20 other fucking things they were in. And I think I was confusing him for shit. First, I thought he was in Newsies. He's not the kid. He's not any of the kids in Newsies. So I was wrong about that. Charlie Cosmo. Yeah, he's really. And then I then I thought he was Miko Hughes. He's not Miko Hughes. Uh, who was like in uh, New Nightmare and Pet Cemetery and shit. So, I, I mean, I didn't really think it was him, but they have like a similar look. I He's just not in stuff. any of the things that, that made it click in oh, my head. Oh, I know, know him from I mean? What About Bob. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's just not what I was like thinking of. But he's so familiar. And I really, like he's in a lot of things. He was in Can't Hardly Wait. So I think it's like probably a little bit that. Then Dick Tracy. Yeah, he was in Dick Tracy. I mean, but it just. That's why you think he's in Newsy. He looks probably like a Newsy yeah, in Dick Tracy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and that's not wrong. But it just, usually when I think of that, there's like a satisfying moment where I'm like, oh, totally. But I just didn't have that. And I was like a little annoyed. No. I think there was a couple youth actors like that were like around our actual age that just didn't like were in a lot of things and maybe kind of looked similar. I don't know. Yeah. So, so yeah, I was like, I, he just, whatever. He really <laughs> looks like a fucking child actor, I guess. And my next line is woof airplane food. Cause they really show, <laughs> they really like show it for a yeah. second. And I haven't been on an airplane in so goddamn long. I like forgot what it's like. He's really afraid of fly- flying and I didn't put that together at first. Like a total doofus. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, I see what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. They get to the house. Sure. Fake ass snow. Holy Fake crap. Okay. Snow. This is a big part of my notes is okay. how bad yes! I feel like the set design is for this entire movie. The set design or like the green screen? Wow. Well, okay. Yeah. I guess both. The green screen is really, really it's bad. Really, really bad. bad. The backdrop like to the whole thing is. This was 91. Like, I said only two years from now is Jurassic Park, right? Yes. Which yeah. is crazy because Jurassic Park looks incredible. It still looks good. Jurassic Park still yes! looks good. Yes. And this movie looks like dog shit. It, um, thank you. Yeah. I had the same problem with the the sets. Th- and like even, I don't know. I guess even the set design, I wasn't. There was so much crap going on when you get to Neverland. So later. It's, it's busy as hell. Well, and, like, and so I have a whole thing about that, which I can just tell you now, is that Steven Spielberg will be the first person to say that he kind of shit the bed on this movie. Yeah. And that he had a really strong sense of what the beginning should be like. And he had a really strong sense of like the last 10 minutes. But he was like kind of fuzzy <laughs> on the majority of it, which is very clear that's and, fine because i don't like the ending either. well that's <laughs> like fine. it's fair but <laughs> but he you know he goes i got insecure and i started taking a really long time on everything and none of that is like me and he goes i just compensated by like really making it flashy and building shit up and i was like okay like that's notable yeah so that's that's definitely a thing. Why, I mean, so I was really hung up on why he didn't have an accent and everybody else did if they grew up together. But then I figured it out, whatever. But like, then I just have goddamn Maggie Smith is majestic. She she's is, great. I wrote she's yeah. I wrote just like Maggie Smith is wonderful. Star she's the this fucking movie. Like yeah. But also, I think that the mom Mora. Yeah, Moira. Uh, yeah, Moira. I I think that she's like I actually liked her. In the moment where she's being like, you're an idiot. Peter. Oh, yeah. She chucks his phone. No, I like her just fine. I was just surprised they didn't pick a more 
famous yeah, but, actress. Okay, but how shitty is it that she this gives story... me a Frances McDormand vibe in some parts? Like, oh, I, okay. get, I get, cool. like, you're like, I get, like, you're like, you don't know. Sure. Who that is. You're the <laughs> fucking worst. Anyway, go ahead. All I was going to say was the whole this whole crux of this story revolves around this shitty thing that Peter Pan is like. He's with Wendy. They're hanging out together. He thinks she's great, but you know I gotta go back to my house oh, in Neverland. My God! But, oh my God! Your grand, your granddaughter. Oh, I'll stay it's for her. This kind of disgusting. So, like, I wrote that at the end. Like, I thought it at the beginning, but then it's really clear. If we just want to jump around, like, it's super clear at the end when they like show, like, it's Gwyneth Paltrow as young yeah. her and like. Then it like shows yeah. him coming back time and time again. She's obviously in love with him. Mm-hmm. She's in love with him forever. Fucking yeah. Tank is head over. All the bitches love this dude, which like <laughs> I probably would love that kind of dude at that. Like that's like a mm-hmm. tween preteen girl type of guy to love. And then she fucking always was in love with him. And then yeah, he fucking marries her granddaughter. Uh, and she's <laughs> like, that's fine. And also yep. he, she like knows he forgot. Right. And she just is like a creepy secret perv about it. Like, that's <laughs> awful. Yeah, the whole thing is pretty bad. I actually forgot Julia Roberts was in this movie until so she I, showed up as Tinker. So did I, and then I was like, she, so like, Julia Roberts is one of the most beautiful women, and she looks like shit. Yeah, like, she doesn't look good in this. No. And so I read too that like she insisted on playing it barefoot, which like makes sense to me that she would be barefoot. I mean, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But they had different costumes all planned out for her. And then when she said she wanted to be barefoot, they like changed it to the more like tomboyish thing. And I was like, why? Yeah. Like she couldn't no. still wear a dress and not have shoes on. Cause I feel like fairies are often shown barefoot. Like it's not mm-hmm. like what, what difference does that make? I don't know. Even the part where she's all gussied up, I mean, she's lovely, but it's just not, I don't know, it's a weird vibe. Yeah. Um, it also took me a really long time to realize the shadow thing they were doing, like, and then I was embarrassed like, <laughs> <laughs> for myself. Um, but the shadow Dear thing man. is cool when he's on the phone and the sun, like the sun's shadow is like coming for him. Like yeah, there was some yeah, moments yeah. that were kind of cool about it. Um, yeah, she fucking chucks the phone. That's all cool. Nana the dog. I'm already to the mermaids. Oh, yeah. So, like, whatever. Lawyer jokes. Like, and then, but no, I'm back at the speech. Because why is he? (laughs) No, because he sucks. He's a shithead. Everyone acknowledges it. She's been asking him to come back for, like, over a decade, and he hasn't. Mm -hmm. And then he's still the one giving the speech. I mean, later we know it's because she has a boner for 13-year-old Peter Pan. But (laughs) why is he the one giving the speech when all those other people stand up and they obviously are, like, more connected with her life? Although that did give me feelings. Only because uh, feelings in this movie are brought to you by the genius of John Williams. That's the only reason you have feelings oh, see, in this movie. I was gonna say the John Williams is only subpar for me here, but no, it comes the emotional moment for me was when I think it's Pockets, the little kid who's yeah. like, "Oh, there you are, Peter," and then yeah. the music swells, and yeah. I'm like, "Oh, I feel emotional because John Williams." Some of those little kids were really great. We'll get there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So whatever, Maggie's weird. Shadows now he's there. So Tank, her voice, like <laughs> I forgot about all of this. I like how he tries to hit her with a rolled up newspaper though. <laughs> <laughs> um, he says, very nice legs. He missed the 60s because I was an accountant. That's kind of a funny line. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I wonder, too, how much of this is Robin Williams because well, there's an edge to some of it. He says, like, a nearsighted gynecologist. I'm like, that's not a joke they probably wrote for like, this movie. But I will say, one of my notes is, 
this is him on his most like well behaved. This is his mm-hmm. best behavior that I've ever seen. I feel yeah. like yeah, he is following the plot. He is doesn't seem to be ad libbing <laughs> a ton. He doesn't There's definitely seem, some. There's he, definitely a little some. bit, but he doesn't seem that like sort of like unhinged, frenetic, nonsense impression talking that I associate yeah, with yeah. like the genie or like Mrs. Doubtfire. Like I just feel as though I know he's capable of doing that. I've fucking seen Dead Poet Society. I'm just saying, like it, it seems like. Oh my god! You know, Death just I love Death to Smoochie. Death Smoochie is awesome. It's not our time frame, but everything can go on oh, anyway. so good. Yeah, it's so good. Good little it's rockets. A, okay, we, we, can go, <laughs> we can go on a whole death. Go oh watch Death to Smoochie. Oh, go watch it. Oh, we should do that for a bonus episode. It's so yeah. good. Yeah, it's so good. Oh, Jesus. Okay, I'd rather <laughs> watch that. You know? I know. Oh, we right, talk about right, right, right. I like the stair carpet. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I'll design you a stair cover for your house. Yeah, I'm into it. Uh, I just, the minute they show Hook, I'm just like this motherfucker. I forgot, like, the stash, the brows, the teeth. Yeah, see, it's so over the top. Like, it's too much. And then I think that Dustin Hoffman really played, he did play as a, a, what did you, what did you say he said he was, he was going to be a queen or something? What did he say? Yeah, some, like, old queen. He's an old queen. He really is. He's chewing the scenery the entire time he's on yeah. as hook like just i don't know it was very i mean it was cartoonish i guess which is which is kind of the point I, kind of the like, point but so it's the just, they ugh. like string up those kids there's no way i could climb that either like <laughs> and then why doesn't pink help him yeah i don't know what the fuck you asked she's like watching it from off this to the side i'm like there's like eight times where i feel like tank could have just solved the problem just like in a lot of movies <laughs> a cell phone, super like a cell phone yeah. just solved the problem <laughs> uh and then yeah mermaids i remember thinking they were super hot they're the dumb way around but they're still pretty great yeah i mean they're the what the dumb way you got the the fish part on the bottom and the human part you want to yeah, flip that ideally <laughs> Do go on. <laughs> you never heard that before? Uh, uh, no, no, uh, I haven't. Yeah, that's the dumb way around. Okay. Well, Paul <laughs> wants to fuck a fish face is what I'm hearing. No, wait. No, 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 no. I, don't, I think you're misunderstanding, but uh, we could just move on. Possibly I am. <laughs> we'll watch Red Dwarf. I'll make you watch Red Dwarf and then we'll right. talk about it. Uh, and I just then have five notes about how shitty this green screen is. Yeah, it's really uh, bad. It looks like a soundstage. It just looks, it does. you know, um, but then Rufio. Yep. <laughs> I had a huge boner for Rufio. I think that goes without saying that like 11 <laughs> year old me or whatever. He's got a, a tummy shirt on and yeah, the shredded jeans. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's so, and he's so cool and he's so bad. The lost, this whole thing is so nine, like early nineties. Oh totally. They're skateboarding in their little. Like... Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> I was like, are we skateboarding? Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, and then that kid, yeah, the kid in the suit also looked really familiar to me. And then I had to go on a whole search for him, too. He's also also not the kid from Newsies, in case you're fucking wondering. (laughs) Yeah. I like how they all manhandle him. There you are. There you are. Like, I remember Mm -hmm. that. I remember the little kid. Mm -hmm. I feel like the most moving parts of this are the couple little lost boys, like, being sweet. Like, they're better than anyone else. Right. In my memory of this movie, the movie starts when he's eating dinner with them and has the imagination moment 
yeah. and they have the food fight. Like, I don't remember basically anything before that. Let me ask you this about that. Are they just not eating other times? Like, I think it's the, I, I was trying to think this through too. I think it's just the magic of Neverland that they maybe don't like they're actually imagining it into existence. Maybe sure, I don't know what it's okay. supposed to be. Anyway, um, you miss the part where Smee and Hook are being a couple of old queens together. <laughs> Stop me, Smee! Yeah. And then, um, and then he's talking to him, and he gets all up in his business, and he takes his mm-hmm. earwax and he trims. He like yes, does his yep. mustache with it. Um, yep. so that's important. That is important, I guess. So then they do like Peter Pan montage training and mm-hmm. the entire little chant they sing in the entire montage is talking about him losing weight. And I'm like, why is being thin going to make him good at it? And also he's not fat. Did they stuff Robin Williams shirt? Do you, like, I think he actually looks in the beginning. They may, I feel like they made a lot of point of showing the the shot of him sitting on the airplane starts at his stomach. Like so and they're it, trying and to show. I him think they were trying to hungry. show, and I really think they put stuffing in his tux shirt. Then that sure. he lost in three days of training with the Neverland boys. Sure. Yeah, I I actually think there's a lot of fat stuff in this movie with the yeah. the what kid the um thud is this what's his name thud thud well mm-hmm. okay there you go <laughs> nice yup yeah and his um, his power move is to roll into a ball and that's right bowl everyone um, so like how there's a lot of like continuity stuff that freaks me out in this like number one they have a giant food fight and then how does clothes get clean is it because it was really imaginary yeah, there's a lot no they that, like, you can't even pay attention yeah. to the continuity in this movie the little girl singing that's cute the three moons are pretty but it's a terrible looking backdrop <laughs> terrible backdrop <laughs> yes i think i stopped looking at the backdrop yeah then there's the whole little angry clock smasher scene Oh, yeah, I forgot about that, even while I was watching it. <laughs> yeah. Pirate baseball game. Run Pirate home, Pirate baseball Jack. game is the worst. Why not is great. it? It's not And then, great. like, seriously, Butthead Robin that's Williams. That's yeah. baseball game. That's it from is, the Glove earlier. <laughs> and he gets, like, caught up watching his kid when he did not previously give one shit about it. And then he's supposed right. to be stealing the hook. And he gets, like, caught up watching it. And I'm like, fuck mm. off. Eyes on the prize pan. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> they waste so much popcorn. There's just popcorn. Yeah, they throw it everywhere. all over the place. Basement layer. Tank's wearing a pretty dress. She obviously also has a giant boner for this unredeeming, unattractive <laughs> person that everybody <laughs> seems to really like. Yeah. Hey, I have a question for you. Oh, I, okay. Do you yep. think if I buy a bunch of marbles and I like throw them on the ground in the hallway at school, like, no would people fall down? Would anyone fall down? I think no one so would fall down. So I will down. say this about that. If I am a cartoon character and I'm already <laughs> running after you in the hallway, then you would fall down. I might. I mean, listen, I can barely walk without tripping. So, like, <laughs> I probably would fall, but I feel like you already have to be running full bore. Right. <laughs> for marbles to stop you. Okay. Fucking, yeah, I don't know. So, like, everyone's obsessed with their moms. Like,. <laughs> <laughs> Is the, is the thimble kiss thing like a thing from the books? Like, is I, that, didn't, I, don't, I don't remember. I don't um, remember either. I thought it must be, but I don't. And I'm never gonna reinvestigate Peter Pan because it's racist as fuck, and I don't need it. Yeah, like, that's the other problem. So I'll, I'll talk about that when we get to our judgment here. I think yeah, okay. we're kind of into our judgment, but uh, well, you know, they have that whole like 
whatever. I'm already to Rufio getting stabbed. I, oh, I, oh, he lost. No, see, I'm I'm back. There's the whole thing with Tank, and she kisses him, and that's like a whole thing. And then yeah. mirrors and chicken guns. Oh, that I that's just nonsense. Yeah, it's all nonsense. Yeah, so Rufio, and then yeah, I'm watching it. It's a and bunch like, of grown men with swords. Yeah, this is the thing. It's very unclear, like, because people are definitely going to die, but none people of the are dying. Little, yeah, none of people but get it seems, stabbed. But it seems like only the grown-ups until Rufio. Rufio bites it. Yeah, no, but I, I had forgotten that there was any violence, actual violence in this movie at all. I didn't remember any of the like. Right, like Peter Pan just stabs a guy as he's running off the thing or whatever. Oh my god, like him and fully is, but there's like no blood. But there's like no definitely blood. people sort of are getting down. stabbed. There's definitely a dead body on the ground at one point that they like yeah. run over. Those kids would be so dead. There's like a hundred pirates right, or there's more. There's like ten lost boys. There's maybe ten lost boys, yeah. and they have coconut helmets and chicken gun, chicken egg. Right. Egg guns. And then, like, they are just... And they're like, oh my god, I got hit with paint. I better fall down. Okay. They're just, like, they're, like, just leaving Rufio's corpse. So, I wrote that... I don't... I mean, I, don't I guess this is it. why I totally forgot about Rufio dying in this movie, because everyone in this movie also just completely forgets oh, that he died five he seconds later. Time, and I'm like, oh, that's a big deal. Your children Rufio, just watched a child die. Yep. They, they, Rufio has this big moment. He's about to win, and then Hook stabs him. And... They're like, oh my god, Rufio's dead. And then everyone completely forgets that he even existed. And it's not even a thing. He doesn't even say any... There's like the moment where he gives his sword to Thud at the end of the movie. Like, who's going to be leader? They don't even acknowledge that Rufio was like... Right, was their there. leader and is now gone. Like, they're not even like... They should his be like lighting... not even cool yet over they there on the like ship. lighting candles yeah. for him and shit. Holy cow. Yeah. Everyone believes, everyone has to believe in him so he can do it, which is like, I know there's a lot of stuff about belief in it, but it just made me think of like mediocre white men and how they need so much like whatever (laughs) fucking (laughs) encouragement. I was like, just do the thing. His bald head is gross. He does say you you deserve to die because you stole, he says you stole my kids and you killed Rufio in that order. I was like, yeah. well, yeah. Um, he says, I'll never forget you, which is probably a lie. And then the part <laughs> where he did it once, yeah, is right. he still the same person who's like, word sucks. My word is my bond. My word well, is I my already, bond. I already like, broke uh, it once, but hey. Twice. So Thud, Thud gets the sword. That scene, like, they didn't tell any of the kids who he was going to give it to. Like only Did Robin Williams just get to only, pick one? Only Robin Williams and Steven Spielberg knew uh, who he was going to give it to, so that their like reactions were genuine. That seems kind of cruel. They do that to kid actors all the time. Like, remember in ET, they like filmed it all in order so that like, uh, yeah. yeah, they do that. They do that. It's like kids. so. All the rest of those kids are sitting there thinking, "I might get the sword. I might yeah, like yeah. just for the shot." That's that's not doesn't yeah. sit well with me. Yeah, Maggie Smith is incredible, but, like, why not cast a person who's that age? <laughs> it's Because it's never, it's not ever, like, she's younger in another scene. No. Do you know what I mean? Like, she's never. Usually you cast somebody like that because you want to de-age them yeah, later. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. like, you age yeah. them at the beginning, but then they're younger later in the movie. That's never the thing. Like, maybe I... she could have gone back to Neverland and de-aged Right, and... right. Um, I yeah. will say that I felt like Gwyneth Paltrow really did look like what I expect Wendy Darling to look like when they show her there. Like, <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow annoys the shit out of me. And she's Spielberg's, like, goddaughter or whatever, which is why she, this is only her second movie. Oh, 
So that's, I mean, whatever. It just was funny because when I saw, I knew she was going to be in it because I had already done the facts and then I saw her and I was like, oh yeah, she like looks exactly like what I think like Wendy would have looked like or whatever. Mm. But yeah, so to live will be an awfully big adventure. Like that's a cute line. I mean, there's some like lines that aren't bad. He but... says, you know what he says? I'll love you too. <laughs> it was like infinity and back. And I thought he was going to do the Toy Story line. <laughs> I didn't like the part of the movie that they tried to sort of walk the line between is it real or is it not real for a bits of the movie where at the beginning of the movie they're like the 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 maggie the daughter knows like oh this is i was in the play as you grandma wendy right like, right and i just thought it was this well, weird because, idea did you ever whole... see but did you i mean you know that like jm barry really did base it on like people he knew that were those names so i think what they're trying to say is that wendy like grandma wendy like the story they're telling is that Grandma Wendy like knew J.M. Barry and he wrote it about yeah, he her was as their a neighbor. Person, yeah, I, I get like, that. But then at the end, like they did the thing where somehow Peter shows up in the park in his tux, like he's laying at the base of that statue, and, and, and like, Smee like is there. And Smee is the guy pushing the broom yeah, around the park. That makes no sense, and it makes no sense. It Except doesn't make any sense. Did he just escape Neverland because he was trying to peace out? Did he leave his boyfriend? His boyfriend got eaten, sort of. Oh yeah, that's a good reason to leave. But why would yeah. you come to the real world? I don't know. The real world seems like a fucking drag. I don't think you have to pay taxes in Neverland. I'm just saying. <laughs> but like, yeah, did he just peace out and come to the real world because he, because he wanted stole to push all a broom around in the park? I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't know. make any fucking sense. Fucking Dick Van Dyke is a chimney sweep, but he's magic and fucking. That's, that's I mean, true. <laughs> <laughs> choices were made. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I do not like the end of this movie. So what what about it? I don't just know. It just feels or... stupid. The uh, whole thing feels stupid. It takes and her I far too long to realize those children are in the bed. <laughs> I'm well, like... She's supposed to be imagining them, right? Well, okay. Okay. The kids have been lost and their mom is probably thinking they're dead at this point. And her husband and, peaced out. And her she's husband She's counting on that idiot to fix it. Like This really super fake leaf lands on her and then... Because I feel like what happens that we don't see is that Maggie Smith tells her, don't worry, dear. <laughs> Your husband's actually Peter Pan, and I sent him to Never Neverland to get them back. It's fine. It's going to mm-hmm. be fine. Before you liked him, I used to try to get him to make out with me, but he never <laughs> did. Don't worry. It's fine, darling. Right. Oh, God. Like that, how that conversation go? She was like, I um, will say this, though. The truest emotion I probably had during this movie was when the kids were first gone. And I was like, oh, my God, Did I'm going to have a panic attack. for what? Yeah, I yeah, know, yeah, yeah. I know, yeah. I know, I know. And this is why I call bullshit, because let me just tell you something. I am in year five of parenting. I If my child farts too loud in their bedroom while they're asleep, <laughs> I hear it. My children are not going to be missing for three plus days and then come home and whisper in my presence. Also, children don't know how to whisper, and they breathe their hot breath on you. There's no fucking way she stayed sleeping through that and then woke up like, oh, I didn't know. Like, fuck off. Well, it's, also, it's nobody sleeps in a chair looking cruel. that cruel. <laughs> Like, maybe they, I'm a mad, like, I just joked that I imagine Maggie Smith telling her that, but like, they send her out of the room for Maggie Smith to be like, yo, you're Peter Pan. That is disrespectful as shit. Yeah. She's your actual blood granddaughter. 
Yep. You tell her what happened and to her she, children. Does, does, so she, how does she not know that this random boy showed up in her room while she was sleeping and her grandma was there? And because it was he, cool. she ran an orphanage. Yeah, so grandma ran an orphanage that just let strange boys into her granddaughter's room to kiss them. And she was like, oh, that's cool. And this boy she, shows up all the time to kiss me. Yeah, that's a, yeah. Okay. Did she wake up? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Like, that's not better. Maybe they got married. That's they not better. <laughs> I don't know. She's like, yeah, go for it. Smoocher. And then Tink just happens I, to show up and be like, I am also heartbroken. Yep. Yep. I love you in between dreams. Okay, fine. Yep. So yeah, this wasn't good. No, it wasn't. <laughs> I and really I, thought it was too. I know you were real stoked to watch it, and I was <sighs> like, fine. I was like excited enough, and then I started it. I had to do it in two parts because I'm old and I have to do everything in two parts. And um, <laughs> no, I don't want to know. I can't. I like fell asleep, and I like started it, and I was like, oh, hmm, this is not that good. And I still uh, have uh, half of it left. <laughs> I know. I had really, I, as a kid, I liked the pirate fight scene. Like, sure. that's the biggest I, thing that I remember. This is what I'm going to say. I feel like 1991, 12-year-old, this was great. Like, if yeah. not great, it was definitely entertainment. And I feel yeah. as though, but I don't think it's going to translate to now 12-year-old. No. Because they've seen Harry Potter and Star Wars and Jurassic Park, which is way better. <laughs> My son is into a big pirate phase right now. Sure. And it, it, it sort of stems from this... Uh, summer pandemic past summer year whatever when sea shanties became uh-huh. popular yep. and stuff and we started listening Did to he sea switch shanties. from he switched from big big rig radio to sea shanties yeah absolutely uh <laughs> we listen to sea shanty radio every day all the Great. time Great. he knows lots of words that i don't think he probably should know because they're in sea shanties and he watched as well he watched others uh, jake and the neverland pirates i was gonna say so my girls occasionally like jake and the yeah. neverland pirates which, which has is fine it's it has fine. hook and smee peter pan but... is in it eventually oh i've never seen that yeah. i haven't seen that much of it he, he's in it eventually he comes in i forget what he does what do you like... think about the two adult guys wearing party city pirate costumes that occasionally sing on that <laughs> show? The, the band. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're sometimes illustrated, sometimes live action. Sometimes they're fine. They're clearly like not being paid enough for their job. That's my point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, those guys whatever. don't have health insurance. I just feel bad. Like... But then we talked about like Peter Pan and actually watching the original Peter Pan, and Oof. I was kind of like, no think that there's much redeeming value in that and i was like well what about hook and this movie sucks like Mm -hmm. uh, i'm so disappointed why have we talked about peter pan before no because i remember talking about the same conversation at some point yeah because i think i already said too there was a whole discussion about it on judge john hodgman at one point i mean it just doesn't it doesn't age well it's very racist and there's a lot of things about it that aren't great still yeah so I don't have too much more to say other than yeah, so this is a definite no from me. Yeah, and I no thought it was going to be a yes. I really thought it was going to be like, Same. I'm going to show this to my son like next week or whatever or this weekend. And nope, that's probably not happening. Yeah. I mean, he might enjoy parts of it. I think he, he would will, like. He'll, he would enjoy the pirate fight scenes. The pi- right. The food fight, <laughs> the pirate fight scene. He would think uh-huh. Rufio was cool. Like, yep. yep. 
But there's not a ton of redeeming quality as an adult. So I think that's what happened is you and I probably watched it as kids and never watched it again. And every adult in the room was like, that's not that good, guys. (laughs) (laughs) We just didn't know because it had a terrible critic score. And I'm thinking on Rotten Tomatoes, all those people who give it a good audience score probably only remember it from being 12. (laughs) Absolutely. All right. Well, bang a ring. Bang a ring. Bang a ring. Oh, God. All right. Rufy. Oh, I do want my name to have a cool song, like a cool chant that goes with it. No, that's totally fire. See, you have the same problem that I do is that you have a stupid short one-syllable name. I like, in my head, though, when I'm scolding you, I like make up like a longer name for you. Paul (laughs) Thalamue Elizabeth or whatever. (laughs) All right. But yeah, for the record, I'm not Elizabeth. I'm just Beth, and so it's not. Yeah. Okay. So thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, thanks to Joe Costanza for writing our theme song. If you want more nerdy goodness, find us online. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. You can email us at nerdcanonpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know if there are things you'd like us to cover um, or suggestions, whatever. We'll see you in two weeks with Clarissa Explains It All. Is that yep. correct? And uh, Good luck with that one. Yeah, special guest. I'll be just bowing out with that. Special guest, Aaron. (laughs) And then um, join us on our Patreon, patreon.com slash nerdcanon. And until next time. Keep the nerd alive. My drink is gone and I'm sad.